Hello! And welcome to episode 42 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 22nd of May 2017, and I'm Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good evening. Darren. Mm. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I think this is the first time we've really spoke since the last episode. Yeah, pretty much. We've been busy (laughs) with that real-life stuff. Stuff has been happening and things... Why don't you tell me about what things and stuff you've been up to in the past couple of weeks? Um, well, I've been doing doing a lot of the norm, so okay. that that covers that. That's the, no, quota- the norm. quotation mark. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. If you want to know what the norm is, go and listen to the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, uh, tough mudder. I I did that like forty eight hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling sore, tired, mixture of the both. Uh, all of the above. Yep. Yeah, everything aches. Um, and it just shows, it doesn't matter how much you train them, um, you're never going to work every muscle required to drag somebody up a muddy hill. Right, okay. Um, or fix the straps on the dresses. Or fix the straps on the dresses, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had a whale of a time. Yeah, yeah, really good time. Uh, a lot of midlife games, cool. a lot of new faces as well. Uh, mm. Good times. Yeah, I saw, I saw some pictures of you all looking particularly tired and very muddy towards the end. Yeah, we, we kind of did it in dresses because... Because Jace, she was say. I mean... He, he decided to call yeah. me at a charity shop on the way up, and he picked up a dress for myself, for Jace, Dougie, and uh, mm-hmm. some poor fella that we'd never met before, some guy called Adam, who had come down from Bolton. His train was at four o'clock in the morning, so he decided not to sleep. Oof. Okay. So yeah, first time we met him, we're like, hi, Adam, yeah, by the... Oh, by the way, there's your dress. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Yeah. So, by the way, welcome to the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, cracking time, absolutely cracking time. Awesome. And uh, I assume that you've already signed up for the next one. Yeah, so they did the same as the last time. It was just like, hey, hey, thanks for coming. Um, do you want a thirty percent discount? Here you go. You've got you've got the next three days to spend it. It's so teasy in the way that they do that. Yeah. So fucking hell. Yeah. But they get you. They clearly got you. Yeah, yeah. So I've signed uh, Jason I up. Um, so that's two of us at least. <laughs> Um, okay. And we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Well, congratulations to you, Jace, Dougie, and Adam. Yeah, Adam and Ads yeah. and uh, a few others. A few other midlife gamers, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing a few names kind of popping up here, there, and everywhere. So congratulations to you all uh, from the lazy folks that like to keep dry and not muddy. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I've now finished recording, editing, and uploading the remainder of the Scottcast. So they should finish airing. So one led this week, and I think one more next week. And then that's it. All six episodes done. And how much free time have you just got back? Put it this way. Last week, I, I had the entire week to myself. It was amazing. Right. Uh, because, uh, in fact, when we recorded last time, I, I finished recording and went straight to editing. And it was Thursday evening by the time I'd finished editing. And it made you sad. It did, but I kind of enjoyed it in a weird way. Seeing the mm. finished product. And uh, it, it's like when it appears on iTunes. And if you watch it via iTunes or like via QuickTime or something like that, just seeing all the pictures change with what we're saying and all that kind of stuff. It, it is kind of sexy when it happens. The enhanced stuff is 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Uh um, you should download the Scottercast so you can see, but preferably the enhanced version so you can see all the work that Darren's put into it. Yeah, yeah. Because OCD. Because OCD, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 
good stuff. It, it, and then we just wait for the, the next series and then it all begins again. It does indeed, yeah. Yeah. I went on a Blu-ray buying spree. I kind of fell down a rabbit hole. Darren, you don't do physical things. What are you doing? So, there is a reason for this. Now, okay. I'm, I'm not going to harp on about it, but you, you know I've got the, <laughs> the Atmos Amps. I know, I know, I know. So, <laughs> long story short, um, if you... So, have you ever seen a comparison between the digital media and also the physical media? No. Um, there's quite a distinct difference, and one of the main things is the um, the audio bandwidth. Mm, okay. They can only do a certain amount over streaming. Um, I think, um, like, Amazon Prime and... Uh, Netflix have got close with their Dolby Dig Plus, which is right, almost okay. lossless, but it's not quite. And what happened, you know, I bought a couple of 4K Blu-rays. Uh, so I got Deadpool and I got Mad Max and something, yeah. something else. Oh, Warcraft. Mm. So I was like, so then I watched something on digital again. And I was just like, mm, it's just not the same. Oh, God. I know. So common. <laughs> so I was in, uh, I think it was Sainsbury's I was in. And... Uh, on the shelf, it had the Marvel Blu-rays, and it's like mm. two fifteen quid. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, there's there's not bad. There's some some good Marvel films in there, Darren. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I picked up I picked up all I could get off the shelf to make sure I got at least two, so I could get. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. So I've got I've got eight now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, Amazon also have the same deal on. So I went onto Amazon and picked up the rest. So that's 13 Blu-rays. I just imagine you kind of walking through Sainsbury's, not even planning on doing that, but just in arms, like, cooked, like, can I have a leaf, please? Uh, it was just pretty like much that. The, the, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the butch um, checkout chick uh, wasn't very happy having to, having to undo all those security cases. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Fucking hell. But anyway, so we, we bought those. And then, then I was sat there, and I'm like, so that's Marvel. We like Marvel. But we also like DC. But I was like... So I was like, but where do you start? Because technically the first Marvel film was the... Uh, sorry, the first DC film was uh, the Batman movie in 1966. And I'm like, that's a lot back catalogue. So if you think there's a Green Lantern and there's mm. various versions of Batman and all the rest of it. So I decided to put a line in the sand. I thought, right, I'll start with uh, Man of Steel. Oh, because you, you've already got the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already got okay, those. Okay, sure. So I thought, if I start with Man of Steel... So I've got mm. that, I've got Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad. And then that's kind of the characters that we're going to be seeing throughout the Justice League build. Yeah, okay. So, the, the, yeah, you've kind of done it like with Marvel and their MCU. This is DCU. Yeah. It's a clever way to kind of start it off. So you, you're getting them as and when they come. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd do that. Uh, but yeah, so I bought uh, 15 Blu-rays um, in the last two weeks. That is impressive. Yep. It's, but like I said earlier at the start, you know, it's it's one of those where I'm 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 surprised because you don't do physical, but I understand why. But I'm still surprised because you don't do physical. Well, so. the good thing about the DC is they do have the Atmos track on, um, so they didn't have it sure. on Man of Steel, but uh, Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad have both got the Atmos track, mm. uh, which is sexy. Yeah, and the internet at large reckons that apparently Wonder Woman's all right, so hopefully. Yeah, but what does the internet do? Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. So is that is that stuff you've been doing, Dan? Yeah, that's about it. That, that's kind of consumed my two weeks. Uh, what about yeah. yourself? I've been doing like actual like adult related stuff this time round. 
Wow. Right? You've changed. I know. It's disgusting. So, other than nothing, I kind of do my normal stuff, which is driving-related things and stuff. Um, I did some bus-related stuff as well, which is all very weird. Bus? Yeah. Why? Uh, I wanted to see how the lesser half lived, so... But you've lived like that for the last 30 years. I know, I have. It's disgusting. Uh, I felt very dirty, if that makes you feel any better. Um, no, I was working in Huddersfield a couple of days um, this last week, just gone. And I was thinking parking would be a friggin' bitch during the week. And I was thinking, I don't really know where I could park. So I thought, fuck, I'll just get the bus. I, I don't think I'll ever take a bus anywhere ever again, ever. <laughs> it just, like, reaffirmed why I stopped taking the bus. Um, it's terrible. It's a sweaty, sweaty thing. Let's let's put it this way. To get to work for half eight, I left the house at 22.08 and got to Huddersfield at 20 past eight. Wow. I could have done that trip in 10, 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. And it breaks my heart. So I've just got to try and figure out where I can park there. Other than that, that was my bus-related stuff. The other adult-related stuff I did, mm. so we'll, we'll, we'll move the job section to Hither. Okay. Uh, I had my interview uh, that I mentioned, alluded to, actually blatantly said on the podcast last episode. You did, yep. I did that. I got called back for a second interview, uh, which I just had this Friday just gone. Uh, so I'm was told that I would find out early this week. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Fantastic. Suffice to say, I really want this job, but uh, I don't want to get into specifics. Yeah. But long story short, I've had a couple interviews. Uh, I think everything went well, maybe? Well, the fact that you got more than one interview suggests you didn't do crap. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not such a terrible person. Well, that they know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just putting a facade. So yeah, uh, so yeah, that that was um, yeah, adult related stuff. Other than that, it's just kind of been just chilling, just chilling, just, just chilling out. You know, because you got to do that sometimes. You know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Darren, mm. we're introducing a new segment to this this fine podcast establishment. We this are yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Face Palm. Darren, yeah, there's some stupid shit on the internet. Yeah, and on a uh, pretty much on a daily basis, it's like Terry. Have you read this? And I'm not going to spoil, obviously, your contribution to this. Mm. So th- this is basically this new segment is basically Darren brings something to the table. I bring something to the table that we both think, what the fuck? So. Yeah, there's some stupid shit that goes around on the internet, and it usually stems from the same website. Uh, yes. yes. Mine's a different one, but still. Darren, tell me some of the stupid shit that you've seen on the internet this week. So, this week, something that... I wouldn't say boiled my piss, but I was just like, really? Have we really got to that? Uh, it, no, but be honest with you, it, it boils your piss. Yeah, all right. It does, yeah. So, in this day and age, all it takes is for some whingy bastards to go online and say, I don't like this. And then what seems to be happening now is big developments, big studios uh, are then turning around giving it, oh shit, well people don't like it. That will me- means we'll just patch it. And it's just like, this is fucking ridiculous. So my my face palm for this episode is, so you know, you know that Minecraft thing? 
I heard it's pretty popular. Tell me about Minecraft, Darren. So Minecraft's kind of cool. And uh, <clears throat> as you go through playing the game, you you bump into certain animals. Um, you can breed yeah. them. Um, you can do breeding in certain ways. Uh, for example, if you want uh, pigs or... Is it pigs or is it cows? Cows that you grab some wheat and smack it around the heads and I think, it gets yeah. them to breed. I think you do it with both pigs and cows, isn't it? I think you can. Basically, you feed them and it's like, oh, hang on a second. I'm going to go hump that thing over there. And then they hump yeah. and then a the baby appears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because real life. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what they've recently introduced in the PC version are parrots. Mm. Parrots are quite rare. So mm. if you want to mate them, you feed them a cookie. Sure. Now, Probably want a cracker and all that. Exactly. So you feed them a cookie, Bob's your uncle, you've got another parrot. Boom, boom. Yeah. The internet does not like this, Terry. Ah! 37,000 people complained. And you know what? <laughs> Microsoft bent over backwards and went, sorry, we'll patch it out. But why? I, I, I mean, there's a lot worse things in Minecraft. And it's like, I tell you what. My kid's out in the garden digging a big fucking hole with a shovel. Or he's trying to axe the side of the building. <laughs> oh, no, d- or he's out there trying yeah. to punch a tree. No, 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 no. <laughs> Giving a parrot I mean, a cookie. Think about, like, the logistics of that game. And you go back to just, you know, you just restrict it to the animals themselves. You have to kill animals to get food. Yeah, you do. You've got to slaughter pigs and cows, and sure, it's in an animated, blocky way, but long story short, you still got to do that. I believe there is a country out there that has a version of Minecraft they were doing, like, a learning, yeah. like, in schools. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, they yeah, removed the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, basically, they encourage you to make a wooden sword and go hack mm. the shit out of creatures just so you can get that hide. Yeah. But no, so, you find, like, a f- no. kid is, is making sticks and shoving them together and like stabbing pigs i mean i, I wouldn't mind if they went ah yeah. oh, actually yeah we're not going to do that because because some kid might do that and oh yeah we better patch that out i think that i think that's just taking it a little too far i mean is the particular i'm guessing like fucking cookies are bad for fucking parrots or something yeah and and so fucking wooden swords <laughs> <laughs> well if you put it that way you know yeah, it, it just makes no sense to me. It's it's just political... You sent me another one? So the other one was the um, in Mario Kart 8, um, you know, doing the up yours sign. Ah, uh, yeah. They're yeah. patching that out because that's offensive as well. And it's just like that's <sighs> Nintendo and Microsoft that are bent over the backwards in this last week just because people don't like it. It's, yeah. Just don't, yeah. No one just because it's in the game doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, and if you don't like it, hey, guess what? Don't play. Exactly. I mean, Minecraft is. Who's going to take Minecraft seriously? Well, clearly, thirty-seven thousand uh, people. Well, I. But is it thirty-seven thousand parents that have jumped onto a bandwagon because oh, controversy? Keyboard warriors. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just fucking weird. I don't know. It, it just kind of got to me. I, I was like, of all the things that are in Minecraft, that's the thing you would p- plan to patch out. But then they'll buy them the kids' fucking GTA Five and yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. hose is, yeah. is a thing, so... But no, little Jimmy's going to get fucking outraged because he feeds a cookie to a parrot. I don't know. Idiots. Uh, unless, unless there's some backstory with it where 
somebody did try and feed a cookie to a parrot and you got some some parent kicking off saying oh because of your game you nearly killed my parrot and then obviously facebook kicked off and etc etc and that's where yeah. it all came from which is more more than likely yeah i mean if, if it was different like you was you know feeding chocolate to dogs or something like that yeah then i could understand because poor fido you know, is probably going to die from from a sugar like chocolate intake but I don't know. yeah i just don't get it darren anyway i just thought it was a bit silly uh, what about yourself mine is just fucking oh I've talked about it before where we've we've spoke about spoilers on the internet. Yeah. And I know that's a really silly thing in, in, in hindsight because the internet. Yep. And you're guaranteed to get spoilers. However, not contempt with just, you know, the smaller websites or like someone gets a hold of a copy of a game early and, and just decides to leak everything out there. Yeah. IGN and I believe GameSpot have got on, in on this now. Okay. And they're just releasing everything. So Injustice 2 came out last week. It did, yeah. Last Tuesday in the Murakas. And they've just put the entire storyline out there on show. Okay. Like the whole video. They've just done Injustice 2, the movie. And they've just put everything out there on the same day's release. Now, in their defense, it nope. is up to you to press that play button. Absolutely. However, this is kind of the bigger deal of when the same websites go out of the way to spoil secrets within a game that has literally just come out. Sure, yeah. But it's all clickbait it, though, isn't it? It is, but it creates this bigger, harder to kind of avoid minefield of, yeah, sure, I don't have to click on it. However, it just naturally kind of finds its way into my recommended lists. Yeah, okay. It's, it's very difficult to avoid because obviously I follow the video games and whether by proxy or not, I'm going to get these things kind of filtered into my recommended stuff. I don't want it to be there. Yeah, okay. So I want to see what's going on. I just want to play the game for myself. But by doing that, it it's like the grander thing of, like I said, the spoilers. They kind of find their way into th- stuff. And it's. I think it's it's not just that Injustice 2 has come out. I think it's just the bigger the whole bigger thing of spoilers as a whole yeah and yeah. it's making me sad because the big boys are getting in on it now it, it was fine before when it was little timmy with you know his fucking early copy of whatever game it is yeah yeah and he's spoiling shit but i don't know why the bigger ones feel the need to get in on it i know you say it's clickbait but i don't know yeah but you've you've got to understand in this world that we live in now people will more than happy sit and watch somebody play a game rather than actually play it themselves. So, but, uh, but, yeah, so if okay. IGN can say, right, okay, this is fighting game. However, there's this is big story around it, and here's the entire story. You will get a lot of people giving it, oh, fuck me, I'll go there then. I'll just watch it. There's no point in buying the game. I would, but that, then Warner Brothers and NetherRealm should be fucking pissed because their entire story, which from what I've heard is an absolutely fantastic story, has just been given away for free. Yeah, sure. You can see it on the flip side is the fact that these websites have just put their entire content out for free. And that might put people off thinking, oh, fuck it, I only bought it for the story mode, I'll just watch it instead. Yeah. You could have hurt sales. I'm not going to say massively, because people that want to buy it will buy it, and people that enjoy fighting games will most likely pick it up anyway and probably never play the story. Yeah, true. But... It, it's just that that kind of surprises me more than anything else, the yeah, fact that they've yeah. gone out of the way to do that. But, but the thing is, we're in that day and age now that if they don't do it, then somebody else will, and then they'll get all that traffic. 
but you think that with it being a, a bigger gaming outlet that they would i know they're trying to get very clickbaity and i, I know that they're trying to diversify other than games nowadays mm. and i know that's down to ads and ad revenue and all this that and the other but i don't know i, I it's just something i disagree with because like i say it could it could put a din in in the sales of that game because people just can't be asked buying it and you know for people that really want to avoid spoilers for games and i know again it's stupid because of the internet and that's what the internet does yeah it's just is it you know are we going to start doing it for every game that comes out and it's like oh fuck it we'll just put the you know the storyline out for everything what if they did the same thing with um uh, mass effect just put all the cutscenes out right you don't need to buy this game just fucking watch it Red Dead comes out. All right, we'll just put all the story the storyline out there. Okay, have fun. Mm. And it's I, you know, it's it's just one of those. And I know that fighting games are a bit different because it's not, um, it's not like a Red Dead. Obviously, you know, it's open world. You make the, you know, you do the stuff and you do the things, and it's a simpler fighting game. But it shouldn't really matter. It's a game. You know, people should be able to enjoy that stuff on their own accord. And if they're going to buy it, they're going to buy it. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. It just it just irked me in a way because I'm just like, why why are we doing this? But I know you I know you're right. You know, if they're not going to do it, someone else is going to, and they need to try and get as many of them ad monies as possible. Yeah, so, yeah. Fucking stupid though. Anyway, that was facepalm. So Darren, mm-hmm. let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's. Darren, yes, I want you to tell me and everyone listening to this what have you been playing, sir? So, a couple of the same games from last time. So, okay. uh, Batborn Tap. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing tappy things. I, I, I'm getting like many, many CCs every day. It's just silly. Everything's fully. Are upgraded. you playing the game, Darren? Or is the game playing you? I've not spent a penny on it, so I'm playing okay. the game. Can you? Spend real world money in that? Um, I think you can. Yeah, you can buy the um, you can buy the artifacts. Right. Okay. Um, but it doesn't matter because I'm just tapping on things and stuff are happening, and I just get the free ones. Okay, that's that's all good, and you're getting stuff. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I I sent back, I can't remember what I was playing uh, via the rentals, um, but I sent it was back. It Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah, I think possibly yeah. maybe. So I sent it back, and uh, I thought, right, I need something light hearted. Um, and I got ukulele. Ah, the uh, the, the Banjo-Kazooie, but not Banjo-Kazooie game. Yeah, so I played that yeah. for about two hours, and I thought, this, okay. this is all right. It's all right. Mm. I'm having an, an okay time with it. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, if this is like six, eight hours, then, you know, I'll persevere. I'll, I'll crack on with it, because it's just, there's no checkpoint markers. There's no nothing. There's no, there's no marker saying, go here, do this. It's just like, wander around. Some dude will talk mm. to you in some really weird keyboard synthesized voice saying, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> so you do that. And then, but I looked on um, How Long to Beat and it said, yeah, main game, 25 hours. I'm like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure something I can do for 25 hours. Because um, uh, what I found as well was I, w- I was fighting with the camera. Mm. So there was some platformy bits and it tried to center. And it's just like, well, I'm 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 turned the way I need to go, but it's like, no, no, no. So that this this thing's going left and right, but so I'm going to face you right. I like, but I need to I need to jump that way. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm fighting with this camera, and I kept falling off. I was just like, 
Nope, nope, it's gone. It's like someone's got. What's that over there? Just, no, yeah, I'm yeah. jumping over here. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, it's a pity. I, I mean, <sighs> I really like Banjo Kazooie. I've got a feeling it'll be within the six months. It will be on um, PS Plus or Games with Gold. And at that point, I'll sit back and relax and play it. But it didn't warrant my rental money. This is... Oh, no. Obviously, it's a box version as well. Yeah, I feel like um, there'll be a sale yeah, eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, so I, I, I can... Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll wait for it to drop heavily and uh, maybe give it a go. Because I am still interested in that game. I've not played it yet, so... Yeah, there was nothing wrong with it. So I, I've had this problem for a while, and I think I've spoke about it on here, that if I've got something on rental, then I'm like, that if, if that desk just sits there, that is costing me money. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I've got to play it, and I've got to complete it and send it back, because otherwise then it's going to cost me ten or a month for that to sit there, and I might as well just buy it. So. Yeah, which I appreciate. So, so anyway, I've canned my rental. Okay. Um, I put it on pause until 1st of Jan 2018. Because what I found was, I was looking through the list, and and this is why Banjo, uh, not Banjo Kazooie, uh, you clearly ended up on there because I was like, well, what do I really want to play? Um, I'll I'll just put something on there lighthearted and just crack on with uh, the stuff that's currently on my drive. Yeah. But I thought, well, if I'm doing that, then why do I have the rental in the first place? I might as well just pause because there's nothing major going out, you know, in the next couple of months at least. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some stuff to to kind of go back to and 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 play but uh like you say i mean you've got a decent backlog kind of building back up anyway yeah yeah so then then i fell down another rabbit hole okay so if you listen to the last episode i clearly was cupping my crystal balls when i you said, was on that shit Darren. i was <laughs> when i said you know what with with prey being out now mass effect and is probably going to drop well hopefully going to drop cheap this weekend and guess where it did it dropped Darren. It dropped to 38 quid, and I was like, back of the net. <laughs> and what did Darren do? He bought it. He bought yeah, the he digital did. deluxe version with, with <laughs> the extra stuff. And what did Darren do then? He, he then played Mass Effect Andromeda. Holy shit, Darren, you've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Tell me about Mass Effect. So let me tell you about the add-on app first. This is Ooh, called okay. Mass Effect Apex. Okay. Now what this does is you've got this little sub-menu where you can get so think think assassin's creed the little mini game where you send out the assassins to go do stuff yeah um and then they will come back and they'll earn xp and they will bring back loot chests and stuff like that and then when you go into the game you can hit the button and it says oh there you go and you just unlock all this loot and xp mm. which is really good ties in really well it kind of does the same as what it did in mass effect 3 yeah so i've been doing that while i've been at work so building up loads of loot and all the rest of it i, I think um, according to the app, I've got sixty-two pieces of loot to pick up. Oh, I know, loot, Darren. I know. So then, obviously, I've been playing Mass Effect. Now I've put in, mm. as of yesterday, I put in twenty-three hours. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, and tell me about Mass Effect Andromeda. So Mass Effect Andromeda, it's oh no. Well, <laughs> so it's a Mass Effect game. Okay, this is good. It's set in the Mass Effect universe. It mm-hmm. feels like a Mass Effect game. All good so far. Now, I think it suffers. Now, not from all the bullshit that these whiny little shitbags keep going on about. I've so far hit one, I wouldn't say game-breaking bug, but one thing that made me have to reload a save. 
and that's right, because okay. a character wasn't where they needed to be so I could hand in a quest mm-hmm. but you know what I, I in fact all I did I went to orbit came back down and boom there he was hand in quest job done okay um, facial animation people keep going on about main characters and everything fine no problem at all uh, some of the background NCPs you know what they haven't spent quite as much time on their faces but so what you know what I'm not interacting with them yeah. it doesn't matter Hmm. Graphically, uh, a lot of people said that it looked shit. I disagree. They've been doing a lot of uh, patches and stuff like that. I know that yeah. I've seen some kind of comparison videos of, of what they've been doing with the facial stuff. Um, no, 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 it's not even about that. People, uh, A lot of people oh, have okay. suggested that this doesn't look too dissimilar to like the last-gen versions, uh, but, but I mm. massively disagree. Um, okay. I've got, I've got um, a hard drive full of screenshots proving <laughs> that it does look really nice. <laughs> That PS4 Pro, it's coming in handy. So I don't know if it is that, because um, my mate Andy, he's playing it on the Xbox One. He was saying that some of the graphics do look a bit crap. So I've sent him screenshots of what I'm seeing, and he's done vice versa, and it's just like, ooh. Um, so I think that the Pro does make things look hell of a lot better. Uh, right, which, okay. which is obvious, you know, it's, it's in 4K and all the rest of it. But we seem to think, I mean, we've come to the conclusion that it's been done for 4K and then almost like downscaled to 1080. Mm, right, um, okay, Which sure. is maybe why some of the graphics look a bit shitty, or like the Xbox. That's a pity. Yeah, but uh, still, I mean, he's, he's um, when I spoke to him, he was 50-odd hours in. And I was like, oh, wow. wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so let me tell you about my time in 20-odd hours. Okay. So I'll be spoiler-free here. Mm. Or spoil Yeah, I'll be spoiler-free. Yeah. Now, in, in, in Mass Effect, you had this impending doom. There was this sense of urgency, this sense of, I need to get shit done, otherwise things are going to go really bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. This works the other way around. So if you've if you've played the first five minutes, um, or, or even read the title, you're, you go to the Andromeda Galaxy. Things aren't what you expected, and... For me, all I can see at the moment is your goal is to colonize a handful of planets and make them um, make them so you can live on them. Okay, sure. So basically, we, we've turned into Stardew Valley. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so you walk around, you're talking to a load of people, they're giving you a lot of fetch quests, and you go do the fetch quest and drop off quests and stuff like that, and you talk to people and you do loyalty stuff, which, again, the the only goal I'm really seeing is hey, I've helped these people out and they like me a bit more. There doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency to do anything. There doesn't seem like any threat. Um, It's just chilled, man. It's just... It it is very relaxed. Yeah. I mean, in all that time I've played, I'm still using very first item weapons. Same outfit, same everything. I can basically walk into a bunch of people, kill them all off uh, without any fear of dying. Okay. So that's the thing. It almost feels too easy. The squad stuff, how we um, is that? It's it's a lot more lightweight. Mm-hmm. So previously, it was like, right, here's your weapon you have, and here's your outfit, and and I'm going to hit this button here, and I'm going to tell you to go over there and throw grenades, and tell you to go there and put on your concussive grenades. Da, 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 da. Now it's a lot less. It's kind of like you've you've still got your D pad, your left, right, and and forward. So it's like, right, you go attack that, you go attack that, or you two go and attack that, or guard that. So that still mm-hmm. works, and that still okay. works okay. Um, yeah. they're, they're not Halo Five stupid. They actually do. <laughs> they actually do their stuff. But yeah, as it stands at the moment, I'm I'm about eighty percent colonized on two of the six planets. Mm, okay. 
It's 20 odd hours in. Okay. Yeah, and I'm thinking, so there's a lot of the same going on. Um, there's, I don't know how much I'm going to have to advance this story for something to start happening. But as it stands at the moment, it's just a very, you know, that same kind of feeling like we play Minecraft or you're playing Stardew Valley or, or any of those type of games where you're just building up resources to do stuff to mm. make things better. It feels like that. It's just unrelaxed, man. You just don't, you just take take it in your stride. You just do stuff. Yeah, but you don't have to think about it. Yeah, but <laughs> but <laughs> that's the thing. So, that's not what you come into a Mass Effect game for. Yeah, so I mean, based on based on the time I'm spending there, I've clearly got at least another forty hours to play. Okay, and I'm thinking. Another 40 hours of doing this over and over again, um, mining all those resources and stuff, where I'm not having to spend any resources because I'm not having any trouble killing anything. Mm. So, mm. Is there any difficulty settings, or is it just the one? Or... I might be able to bump it up. I don't know. I mean, I did hit one thing yesterday, and there was a massive difficulty spike. Right, okay. Um, and I was just like... Uh, so basically, I just got put my ass like four times in a row, and I was like, um, "Actually, I'm gonna pause now because I'm quite tired. So um, I'll, I'll come back to you later." Right. But it, it'd gone from walking to a camp, kill everything without even thinking about it, uh, to this thing just taking me out four times in a row in about a minute. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm. "It also adds like an element thing." So you know, do you ever play Lost Planet? Yes, I've, well, I played the... Yeah, I played some of Lost Planet, yeah. So Lost Planet was I, the I one where you had to game. shoot orby things to be able to keep the, your... The T-Eng. Yeah. The T-Eng stuff, the orange shit. Yeah, and if, yeah. if you run out of that, you start dying. It was like yeah. an environment. Yeah, so they've got that. Really? Yeah, so you can only get to certain places in the map um, until the hazard gets too high and you can't get there without dying and stuff. Um, mm. So this battle that I was having yesterday... It was like, I had to deal with that, plus I had to deal with an area of effect, plus I had to deal with grenades, plus I had to deal with lasers, and also mobs trying to hit me. And I'm just like, man, this is frustrating. <laughs> mm. So yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it by any any means. It is a mass effect. I, I just kind of want something to happen. Because uh, okay. as it stands at the moment, it just feels very flat. And it feels like uh, the, the only goal in it is to colonize these planets. Right, okay. So, mm, I mean, it's still Mass Effect, right? Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I will play it until completion. Um, yeah. Because it looks nice. It, it, and as you said, it's nice and relaxing. It's something that you can sit down and you can play for three or four hours, have conversations with people, just do stuff without really having to think. And OCD, it's a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will play it to completion and I'll tell you more about it when I've got further in the story. But as it stands at the moment, it's not very exciting. Down. Yeah. Maybe some little pick up later on, maybe. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. So that's me, Terry. Tell me about yourself. So where do I start? I'll start with the, the kind of smaller things I've been playing. Okay. So I've been playing Bitrip Presents Runner Two. I'm not gonna say the full title because it goes on for like another seven words. Right, okay. Uh this is a side scrolly kinda of, it's kinda of like an endless runner, but the levels only last like two minutes, if that makes any sense. Okay. It's not like a traditional platformer, but it's the the it's a rhythm one. So you jump into the beat of a music. Yeah, I think going I've done. I played one of the Bit Trip games. I can't remember. 
but I think I might have mentioned this previously, like way back in the day. Mm, okay. Uh, on one of the earlier podcasts, and I don't know. It was just one of those where I was kind of looking through the stuff on my hard drive and thinking, "Yeah, go on, I'll, I'll give that a go." It's been, it's been a while. Yeah, sure. And I just naturally picked it back up, and it's really fun. However. Um, the stuff can get so fast paced that the environment, you see the scan lines and everything starts to kind of blur a little bit okay. and it really fucked with my eyes. So I had to stop playing it. Okay. Uh, suffice to say, I did a couple worlds and it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's, they keep on introducing stuff kind of later on, um, that kind of adds to it even more. So then you got to remember how things work and there are secret areas to find and it, you find these old like, um, like Japanese like Famicom um cartridges. Okay. And it takes you to like an eight bit version of, you know, this world and you've gotta kinda do stuff in this eight bit world and all that sort of stuff, which is kinda cool. Yeah. Like little collectibles and stuff and there are outfits and unlockable characters to collect and that sort of stuff. So it's it's pretty good. Okay. I've enjoyed it. With Injustice Two coming out, I'm like, man, Injustice Mm. That was a good story in the first one. Yeah, I really like that game, Darren. Mm. I had to force you to play that, if I remember right. You did have to force me to play that game, because I'm like, eh, but it's a fighting game, and I'm no good at fighting games. Yeah, but so, that's story. I know, but I didn't play any of the story stuff, but I am going to go back to it, because I want to refresh how awesome that story was. Uh, so I was just kind of doing the, um, do you know, like in Mortal Kombat, you got the towers? Yeah. I was kind of doing that. Uh, I, I was just playing as Batman, and I was just beating people and doing stuff. Uh, it turns out that game is still pretty fun to play. Awesome. It's very accessible for people like me that don't play a lot of fighting games. Um, I kind of wanted to play the story on this one because I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of tempted by two. Okay. Because the internet at large, for as, as much as they are sheeple, have been saying that that story is absolutely amazing. Hey, if you go into IGN, you can uh, watch the full story. Oh, really? Can I now? Okay. Uh, awesome. I, that means I don't have to spend the money to... Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, fucking IGN. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to probably give uh, the story mode another punt on that one because I, I remember really thinking that storyline was really good. Yeah. And Superman is a dick, but we all knew that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this next one, Darren, the main one, mm. it makes me sad, but I'll explain. So, pray. The last episode, I believe I was singing its praises. Um, I think you just got it. I just got it because we were playing the the beta demo, yeah, yeah. Demo yeah the beta-y the thing, yeah, yeah, the demo beta thing, and you know, recanting how demos and wow, that was a really good demo. I think I was about about two or three hours into the main game. I think I was just past where the demo had uh, had gone. Yeah, so played about thirteen hours of that game. Okay. That game is really fucking good. Oh. <laughs> like, that game is really good. Cool. Um, you know, I'm getting to a point of where I'm upgrading my character, all the weapons, there's some new ones being introduced which are fun to play with, and the story's intriguing, and it's just a really, really good game. It's been really well executed as that. However, mm. did get to a point of where I was doing kind of... Um, I'd got to a certain section, and... Uh, yeah, I was fighting these enemies off and I was like, right, okay, cool. Now I'm just going to run around this place and collect stuff because reasons and you have to in these games. And my stamina bar went right to the very bottom. I think this was probably the first time I'd done that. 
usually I just kind of like would come off, you know, the running and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that the stamina bar won't recharge. Ouch. So I can't run, but I can't swing melee weapons either. Now, this might not be too detrimental, however, to run away from things and, and kind sure, of... Sure, yeah. Um, there, there are, without getting too spoilery, the, in some instances there are needs to run. Right, okay. Um, it has fucked me big time. So, naturally, I'm thinking, that's weird. Right, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll just load a previous save. Nope, still still can't run. Right, okay, I'll, I'll load a previous save about an hour back. I, I, I still can't run, Darren. Oh, God. It, it's fucked me hard. So is, it, is it a common known problem, then? So, I basically typed into Google, pray stamina glitch, mm. and this seems to be a thing on Steam. Okay. Uh, on the PC version, however, I have noticed in small instances there is the PS4 version. People are right, okay. saying, "Hang on, what the fuck?" Um, which kind of makes me think that maybe there should be a way through, like the PS4, to maybe report problems. If you're able to like share, you know, like with the the capture stuff, yeah, it'd be handy, you know, to maybe share that stuff maybe with the publisher in some way, shape, or form. I know you can do it if if a game crashes because you can send like the last five minutes of play because I've done that. Yeah, before. yeah, which it hasn't crashed. That's the problem. Mm. Everything you know, I can I can still do everything bar the whole running and uh, and swing a weapon. But like I said, it, there are some instances where you need to run, um, and it's like that's a bitch. So, prey has been put on the shelf for the moment until I keep checking to see if there's any updates on the. Uh, on the versions and if there's any like new versions to install which there isn't um so i'm going to continue to just basically hold the box and cry out to myself because it makes me sad because that game has been really fucking good so far yeah um and it just breaks my heart because i was like like i said 13 hours and that was within a week I you know every like evening i was just hammering that game yeah because i was just so engrossed in it and uh yeah, so that happened, Darren. That so yeah, I'm going to hold out hope and play some other stuff. I did, however, pick up, because um, uh, PS4's got a sale on at the moment. Yeah, has indeed, yeah. Uh, I did pick up uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Now, I know that you got me that as a part of the challenges mm. that we had. However, I did a very clever thing here. So the digital version, the deluxe edition, uh, with the season pass was fifteen ninety nine. Okay. To buy the season pass separately, that was about twenty odd quid. Ah. So I thought, you know what? I'll just download the digital version. I'll get the season pass. It's it's fifteen ninety nine. Hey ho. So I've got the season pass now. Nice for cheap. So that's all good. And let's just hope my save and everything. Well, it would do anyway. I would have thought so. <sighs> let's hope it doesn't fuck me the same way Uncharted did you, sir. Uncharted. Shit. Fallout, um... <laughs> There's a few. Oh, no. Skyrim, I think, does the same. Oh, really? Yeah, they, right, okay. They, there's a good few that the, the saves are incompatible. Huh. Yeah. But... So we'll find out by the next episode how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I've, I've got the box version of it, so I can just load that shit up and then just go straight into the DLC stuff. Uh... So it's the full season pass. I got it cheaper, so 
Mm. You know, now you're assuming that that DLC is compatible with the disc version. Shut it. <laughs> it will work, Darren. Yeah, okay. It will okay. work. Let's, let's Positive mental will. attitude yeah. or delusional, one of the two. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was about it. So I think that's what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what we've been watching. You've been watching stuff, Darren. Yeah, not a whole lot. Because, uh, well, I've been playing Mass Effect, really, in my spare time. Hmm. Um, weekends yeah. have been kind of busy and with editing and stuff, so it's not a whole lot. So let's see. I I wanted something to watch. Uh, Christina, Christina's been busy. She's been disappearing Sunday nights. Uh, cause she'd be mm. working Botman in London on Monday okay. morning. So, so last uh, last Saturday, last Sunday, I think, um, she headed off down. And I was like, oh, I'll have a few beers and I'll flick on Amazon Prime and just see if, if there's anything. And I came across David Brent on the road. Now, I was a huge fan of Office. Uh, okay, I think sure. I think we've actually spoke about it before on here because you, you went off to do the US one, didn't you? Yeah, I was watching the US stuff as it was being released kind of weekly. Yeah. So I was I was watching it at the time, but I, it was because I'd never seen the British one sure, before. Sure, okay. So I really enjoyed the British one. I thought it worked really well. Uh, David Brent was uh, a good character in it, but he worked well because he, he was probably on screen, maybe 10%, but the, then you had the other people. And he was a very awkward, quirky kind of guy who the rest just kind of frowned at, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this is one hundred percent centered around David Brent. So you've got this okay. very awkward character that decides that he's having uh, three weeks off work, and him and his band are going on a pub tour. Right. Um. So that that's what it is. And although I do like David Brent as a character, a full film of him does not work. Um. Uh, some of the awkwardness. See the the good thing about the office was he'd come out with some awkward statement, whether it be racist, sexist, whatever, and everybody okay. it, the way people react to him just being awkward uh, it was the laugh out loud bits. Sure, yeah. But when you've got an hour and a half of him just being awkward, it's just like this 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 isn't even funny anymore. This is just like cringe worthy to watch, and and not in like a funny way. Yeah, when the, when there's someone saying things, but there's no one to react to. Yeah, what has been said it's it's kind of like here's the joke without the punchline yeah I mean he did have the crew with him but they were just ignoring him and stuff and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it, for me it just didn't work which is a real pity because uh, I kind of hoped it would it was kind of like um, what was the TV show that he did uh, Derek was it yeah in the same way with that I don't think that was Ricky Gervais's best work either Right, okay. Um, it was him kind of feel. It was just like, I'm going to be like super awkward. And you're going to laugh at it and you're going to find it funny. And well, you better do because this is all you're going to see for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, so, which is a pity. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't really enjoy that. Yeah. Now, something I did enjoy is a film called Split. Ah. Now, this okay. is, I mean, uh, the clues in the title is a dude with a split personality. This is from M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes it is. And he's not been good for a while. This was all right. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you anything about it, really, just that... I forgot the... Shit, I forgot the name of the guy that d- plays the guy with the split personality. James McAvoy? That's the guy. He deserves an award. Yeah. He he brings 
to life uh, a handful of different personalities and they're distinctly different and you can tell just by his mannerisms of who he's playing right okay. and he's very 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 good in this yeah bloody hell yeah. okay um, but yeah from a film point of view it wasn't bad at all I've watched a few few of Mr. Shamalang and Ding Dong's uh, films <laughs> recently and it's just like meh predictable ending um, where, where this one was alright this was alright okay a good 7 8 out of 10 maybe right I mean that's the thing with uh, Mr. Shamalama Ding Dong's films yeah. is that the past few haven't been fantastic no, no, they but yeah, this again, the internet um, has been saying that Split is is actually quite shockingly good. <laughs> but again, it's all down to this one guy and his acting ability and bringing these characters to life. It's very, very well done. So it's more his performance rather than the story that's given. Yeah, if that had been shit acting, then this film would have been a disaster. But because this okay, guy is so different with each one of the okay. roles. So it's... it's Okay, right. I might have to... Uh, might have to watch that because that is one that has been. Yeah, well, it's on iTunes now, so you, yeah, I think you can enough. rent it. Um, mm. So yeah, that's a good one. Cool. And then just finally, I, I, I like you know how I like a bit of X Factor, a bit of Britain's Got Talent, a bit of Brain Out TV. It's not a good thing, Darren. It, Don't it, make it, it sound fine, like it's a good it's fine, thing. It's fine. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> okay. okay. So, and you know how I like animated flicks. Mm. Now combine the two, and you have Sing. It sounds like the most painful thing in the world. So you have an animated version of pretty much the X Factor. No. Uh, with lots of... I tell you what, the the soundtrack to this film is fucking amazing. Okay. It's it's uh, All the tracks that they picked are, are classics. Mm. Um, most of them from, I'd say, the 80s. All of a sudden, okay. somebody's interested. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It wasn't bad at all. Um, this is the one with pigs. Yeah. You, you left that bit out. Yeah, pigs sing. Yeah. Um, okay. it, it's essentially a talent show for animated animals. And that's about Fair. all I'll tell you because that's all that really happens. But it's got a cracking soundtrack. Yeah, so sing. Sing. It's, uh, it's If you hit the X Factor, you'll hit this film as well. So. So yeah, that wasn't bad at all. Uh, very much a brain out. Um, I think we, I think it was Saturday night we watched it. Um, mm. I, it was kind of one of those. I was sat there on the sofa. I, I had to use um, DP on my forearms just so I could hold a pint. Uh, and I shit you not, that's the truth. Fair enough. And I just sat there and watched that and uh, had some beers. Good times were had. I mean. UDP and beers. I mean, it's naturally going to have a good time. It, it, it was horrible. My, my forearms were just cramped up. Jeez. But, yeah, anyway, let's see. TV-wise, uh, Better Call Saul. That is, I think I mentioned last last episode that fan service is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. As this goes on, um, every episode is just getting better and better. If, if anybody's a Breaking Bad fan and they haven't watched Better Call Saul, get on it. Because I think from season three, we may be um, crossing streams with Breaking Bad closely right. because it's the timeline is very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very, very well done. I 
I, I I look forward to getting home on Tuesdays and there's a new episode for that. I'm just like fantastic. Right, okay. So it's 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 doing its job of of like you say, crossing the streams, getting very close to yeah, yeah. Uh, the Breaking Bad stuff. So. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, and then finally, Go 8-Bit is back for season two. Okay, yeah. I remember that one. I, I remember, I think I've seen a couple of episodes of that and thought it was pretty good. So my problem with season one was the people playing the games weren't very good at games. Your hosts weren't good at games and the guests that they got on were like, yeah, so last time I played a game was on the uh, ZX Spectrum and I played this one game. And it's just like, Hang, so why why, why is this person coming on? Why not bring on a gamer or at least a celebrity who's a big gamer or, you know, something? Yeah. So I thought, right, season two, they'll fix that. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, was it you that mentioned it on the last episode that it was the guy from Pointless? No, I don't think it was me that mentioned that one. Okay, but the, the dude with the glasses from Pointless—you've you've seen Pointless mm. at tea time, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He—he's yeah. one of the hosts, and he's like, "Oh well, no, I—I—I I, I haven't played games for ages, but my uh, my my son plays them, so I, I do see them occasionally." It's like, "Where the fuck are you a host?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is though, because Darrow Brian is an actual gamer. Yeah, and it. It's it's kind of sad that obviously he's a presenter that can't play games. Yeah. I know that it was his idea, and I think was it one of the other team captains or something. It was you know their idea. They co-created the the show. Yeah. But you think that they would kind of like you say get people that are interested in games, or even or just passionate if they did it or something. Yeah, or even if they got either maybe people from the industry, yeah, to come in, or maybe even. They could do like um bloody, you know, get get the public in, get the public That's, in that shit. Do you think that would work? It, it kind of needs that because you've got so the the two main hosts. I I think they're like games journalists, so they're in the, in the industry. Mm-hmm. But the the show guests that they bring on are have so far been shit. And hilarity ensues because they don't know how to play the games. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like, um, so each one of the hosts gets to pick a game from their past that they're going to play. So mm. it's just like, all right, so we'll play something decent. And it's just like, last night, well, the the episode that I watched last night, they were playing the original, sorry, Micro Machines V3 from like the PS1. Why? And, and they were absolutely terrible at it. I mean, if you ever watch a game of Micro Machines, you know where there's that mode where you've got to like get off the edge of the screen before the other one yeah and they were playing that and it was like oh yeah one up to you no one up to you one up to you and this game went on for like five minutes and it was the most boring thing to watch it was the in fact it was the pool table level you know the one with the cards where you went in that yes yeah, that one but yeah, the, wow they played this <laughs> and then another game that they played was um, doodle jump why can't they just like straight up just play Rocket League or something like that? Yeah, exactly, that's what it needs. It needs something just... new, current, exciting, and it needs hosts that actually know how to hold a controller. Because otherwise, it's just like watching your parents play. It's just why not do it watch. where there's like a game of the week? Why not get some fucking injustice in there, or you watch know, something, do yeah. something that's yeah, just do something that's relevant to like what's coming up, or I don't know. I, it's all good. Maybe have like a retro game thrown to the side or something like that, but. I don't know, Mario Kart 8, buy a fucking Switch and get that yeah. on there. You know, just something like that, but, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I just think, I mean, 
it just kind of needs that. It, it, it needs that boost. It needs it needs some host on there that that is going to be like, oh shit, it's so and so. I can't believe he's on here. Play something yeah. modern, something recent, people, something that people are enjoying currently. And I think the ratings for that will go through the roof. Where currently it's just like it's it's almost cringeworthy watching them playing this. Yeah, what they want is comedians that can say the funnies, and they don't really care about you know who's on the show and playing the games because it doesn't matter about that it's all about the comedy yeah but again even some of these lines are falling flat i mean they they try making some jokes and i was just like really yeah i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying that that's i I feel like that's what the idea is yeah which is real pity because i I think the premise is there the fact they've got second season is amazing i just kind of wish they'd do more with it i mean games have never really had a good showing on the tv whether it be mind you, Games Master was, I remember that being really good back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's been some other shows since then. I mean, you had um, shit. What was it now? Jinx. Uh, Jinx was a yeah. Yeah, you got that. I mean, they've got more to the esports side of things now, but yeah, I don't know. Games have already had kind of a bad rep on TV. They can they can never really find a way to like showcase these things, but. Like, I mean, we've just given a few examples of how they could do it. Just make it better. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, they're not going to do that. So that's pity. Yeah. So myself, Darren. Yes. I have been watching one thing. Okay. I started watching it last night. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I told you that there was a show coming out on the Netflix that was basically like making a murderer. Hmm. Okay. That show is called The Keepers. Uh-huh. Now, I'm like I say, I'm only three episodes in. Uh, as soon as I've, you know, we've finished recording this, I'm gonna grab some food. I'm gonna sit down and watch some more of the shit because Darren's really good. Oh, okay. It goes to some very dark places. Uh, what's it on? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, okay. yeah. So this is a Netflix original documentary okay. thing. Uh, do you want to know anything, or do you want to just go in blind? No, I'll. I'll go in blind. I've got I've got a four day weekend coming up, and Christina's currently away. So if I start watching anything, then I'll need to rewatch it while she's here. Okay, I'm going to say light premise, or you just don't want to know at all. Very light premise. It's a nun that was killed and mysteries. Okay, done. done. Interesting. Um, it goes to some places that I wasn't expecting, and that's three episodes in. Uh, forgive me, I don't know how many episodes. I'm probably going to say there's about eight, six or eight episodes of this. Okay. I think that's how many there was for Making a Murderer. Um, yeah, I was watching this until probably just after, probably after way after midnight anyway. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those where it's like, okay, one more. And they're over about an hour or over an hour long Okay. Uh, per episode. And it just goes to some fascinating and very fucking dark places. But yeah, there's so much going on. I don't want to spoil it, but if you liked uh, Making a Murderer and you kind of like those crimey kind yeah, of things yeah. and stuff, yeah, maybe give it a watch. Uh, like I said, I'm, after we finish this, I'm, I'm going to binge some more episodes because I really enjoyed what I saw. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of it for me. However, there are two things I do want to mention. Okay. That Orville trailer. Yes, amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, for those that don't know, Seth MacFarlane is doing a live action space star trek like it feels like galaxy quest the tv series yeah it does 
um, which looks fucking awesome. And I watched the trailer while I was at work and genuinely laughed out loud. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. But there were... Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Seth MacFarlane anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and just to see him in a sci-fi role, I think he's, he's going to be perfect in it because the, the amount of times he parodies... Um, a lot of like Star Trek and, and Star Wars and a lot of these things in like Family Guy. I th- yeah. think this could be amazing. This could be really good. And from the trailer that, that they've released, it, they've got some pretty funny stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, that was Numero Uno. The second one, Darren, you'll be really excited for this one. Go on. Resident Evil. Okay. The movies. Yes. It's been rebooted. Uh, now, I say that you'll be excited about this, but what the fuck? <laughs> so after, the... what, six, seven movies, they're rebooting again? Yes. Why? Um, Because people want to see the Resident Evils, and for some reason they're rebooting the series. Uh, I don't know because I I love the cheese factor of the current Resident Evil films. Yeah, well, I yeah they they are cheesy, but ah, uh, I maybe they're trying to take it in the direction kind of the games have gone with uh, seven, you know, being just a hard turn to the left mm, okay. from what that series has been because that's kind of been cheese fest and then it just fucking went. And it did some really good shit. So mm, maybe they're trying to do that. I don't know because they got the um, they got the CGI films. Uh, yes, yes they have. Uh, Regeneration, I think the new one coming out is called Vendetta. Okay. Uh, so they got those. If you really bothered about like the law of the games, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. Okay. Oh. It's been rebooted. I don't know why. So Terry, I challenge mm. you to go and watch Trading Places. Yes. Tell me your thoughts. I thought this was a really good film. Right. Yeah, it, it doesn't need to make any sense as to why these things happen. It's, it's just it's for a, for a one dollar bet. Yeah, yeah. It was really it was really good. It was Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy who was very low key in this film. Yeah, like compared to his like recent offerings, like super low key, but very funny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe take a hint from that. Maybe go back to the Loki humour. It was very good. Don't go... Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this film. It was... Not... I don't I don't know. I was... I don't know if I was expecting like a slapsticky kind of thing. Mm. But it wasn't that, which wasn't a bad thing. It was just a very silly comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was just very nice and lighthearted. Now I took your advice... Um, because iTunes had it on sale. Ooh, is it, is it four quid? I think yeah. you said it was. Yeah, three ninety nine. Four yeah. quid. I, I spent like four four quid on it. On it, and I don't regret it. It was good. It was good. It's a good I Christmas film. It. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a good Christmas film. It's a good. You could watch it any time. Now I'm not going to lie, Darren. Mm-hmm. You didn't prepare me for boobs. Jamie Lee Curtis. Now you didn't prepare me for Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm thinking, fuck, is that Jamie Lee Curtis? And then boobs, and then I'm like. Jimmy Lee Curtis boobs. Like, I wasn't expecting that. You see, now I didn't want to spoil it for you, you see. Merry Christmas. Because anytime I think Christmas, I think, you know, Jimmy Lee Curtis's boobs. <laughs> but my God, she was gorgeous back in the day. Yeah, she was all right, wasn't she? She's not bad at all. It was just this really kind of 
it was just this weird thing. Like the first time she does it, she's just like at home. Okay, she's just gonna take a turn. Wow, boobs. And then the second time she did it was when Dan Aykroyd is in his Santa suit and he's all pissed. Yeah. And then just gets into bed. And then instead of just like laying next to him, she feels the need to just strip off pretty much completely start bollock, apart from a thong, and and then cuddle him in bed. And it's just like, I mean, you didn't need to do that, but you did. I appreciate it, but why? Mm-hmm. But who gives a fuck? But yeah, she's very gorgeous in that film. And uh, yeah, Did you furiously watch it. <laughs> I, oh, 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 no, I didn't. But it was—it just came out of nowhere. But you know, you could get away with that sort of stuff. There's a lot of kind of racial stuff in there, which I feel like early '80s. This is '83. Yeah, but back I then there, there wasn't quite the stigmatism that there is now. No, and it's. Uh, I should say they, they didn't have the internet back there for everybody to get pissed off about things. No, people just kept it to themselves. Yeah. Just let it fester, but yeah, I mean that film is really good. It, it's I can't really say if it does or doesn't like hold up because it's like one of those where technology is not like a main thing of that film where it's like oh that looks really outdated yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just a very silly comedy with a very silly premise with two rich dudes deciding to bet a one dollar bill on if they could turn a homeless dude into like a very successful businessman. Yeah. And vice versa. For reasons. Yeah. For, for reasons, Darren. That's all you need. And then corruption and other stuff came into play, and it was very silly and very funny. Yeah. So Trading Places. I enjoyed that film. I spent four quid on a film that I would probably go back to probably around Christmas time. Very good. Because Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, you may be watching <laughs> certain sections this evening and the following evening. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So the next film for you is um, another silly film, another 80s. It's Spies okay. Like Us. Okay. I'm going to tell you no more. Okay. I'm going to let you go watch it. Um, it's probably in the same section on iTunes, so it's probably three ninety nine. Mm. Um, But yeah, Spies Like Us. Okay, cool. Do we want to talk about, really quickly, about the Rita Sue and Bob 2 thing that came up? Yeah, sure. Stevie B kind of sent as a thing because he was talking uh, obviously the 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 last uh, well the challenge before this one was Rita Sue and Bob 2 and just timely enough Darren just timely enough they had a reunion for Empire magazine and it's almost like they're listening to us (laughs) it's like they're listening to the podcast it's like right fuck get them together right let's do this shit um I didn't I know you said that there was like some weird cult status thing around Mm. this but what yeah yeah, what I, a weird, I think I, weird I, thing. I mentioned it as weirdly cult. Yeah, um, and yeah, they just decided to get together recently and just do a, a reunion of it, and I don't know, it's just weirdly timed. I think what's more likely to have happened is that iTunes will have advertised it at a cheaper price because of reasons. Yeah. And I will have then watched the trailer for reasons, mm. and then I'll have told you about it for those same reasons. Nah, I just like to believe the listeners. Yeah, the they are. And they thought, you know what? It's about yeah. time we, you know, we caught up. Yeah, exactly. That's how that works. Yeah. Right? So yeah, just anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up. Anyway, that's what we've been watching. Let's go on to what we've been reading slash listening to slash stuff. Check point. Go. 
Darren, tell me stuff while you've been reading. So, you know I like to go balls deep. You do? Well, oh, do I? Okay. <laughs> you loved it. Um, <laughs> so, so I've gone through all the Mass Effect books. And with getting the new game, I was like, oh, okay, so let, let's get into the, the Mass Effect zone. Uh, so I've gone through the 12, 15 hour audiobook, which is Nexus Uprising. Okay, because reasons and Mass Effect. Yeah. So this is a prequel to Mass Effect Andromeda. And mm-hmm. uh, it kind of tells the backstory of... So it's set, it's set a year before. And there's uh, your your central station is um, kind of like the Citadel. It's called the Nexus. Okay. And it basically arrived in the Andromeda Galaxy and bad things are happening. But it all talks about the uprising and, and the politics and, and all the people there and, and, and people disappearing off to do their own, um, you know, exploring and stuff and not coming back. And it was yeah. quite an interesting story. It filled in quite a lot of backstory. A lot of the main characters are covered in there, and it's how they got into the positions that were they were in. Right, okay. Um, so it was all right, and I kind of wish I'd have listened to it all before going into the game. Mm. Because in the game, within the first half an hour, you you get to Nexus, and you get to speak to people, and you know how you have to go around. It's like, oh, speak to so-and-so, and they'll tell you a story. And it's like picking out key names. like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so. And it's just like, You've just told me the end of the book, you bastard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of a difficult thing to kind of approach with. Yeah, so I kind of wish I'd done it before because it. I I then listened to the remaining like five hours of the book, knowing exactly how it was going to end, because I'd already that's had the conversation. Which was... It's a bit of a difficult one because they can't exactly turn around and say, uh, "We recommend that you listen to this before you start the game." Yeah, but was it at least worth it? It was, yeah, okay. it was good. Yeah. Which is the main thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was it was okay. It was it wasn't one of the best books. It in the okay. same way that the Mass Effect story isn't really going anywhere special. Mm. This didn't really go anywhere special either. Um in the other books, again there was impending doom, we were gonna do this and all this action. Where in this is just like mm, politics. Because, I mean, if we've learned anything from the Star Wars books when there was politics and stuff and boring stuff and reasons, yeah. they'll never learn. Yeah. So let's have a see. Now, I've started on uh, Fight and Flight. And this okay. is the fourth book in the Wizard 2.0 series. Ah, okay. How are we getting on? Um, about two hours in, it's it's Okay. It doesn't feel as fun as the third one, uh, but I did really, really enjoy the third one. Mm. But it's okay so far. It's a decent premise. Um, all the same cast doing stuff. Fair enough. Um, and it's it's got dragons in it. You know, because fantasy and reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a little too early to say I'm about two hours in. Mm, okay. Um, so that's that. Uh, apart from that, many, many podcasts, it seems that... Um, not last week, the week before. Uh, everybody seemed to release a podcast. Bloody hell, there was even a console ninjas one out. Wow. I know. I know. So, uh, so yeah, I pretty much had a full week listening to podcasts just to catch up. No, fair enough. So, yeah, good times. What about yourself? I listened a little bit more to that Alien book. Okay. Not a massive amount, but, um, yeah, still enjoying it. 
it's it's the audio dramery book thing that we were talking about the sequel to out of the shadow yeah this is river's pain um oh, you find is it, is it still a prequel or have they moved on the story no this is still a prequel okay so you know that ripley's going to survive yeah mm. ah but uh, i don't want to say too much cuz well, she's going to because i've seen aliens i know yeah so it it's this is still a prequel so but it's it this feels more like world building um of familiar things and stuff and i don't want to say specifics okay, cuz yeah, it'll yeah, sure. probably give everything away um other than that i when i was working in huddersfield i had the luxury of working by myself Ah, okay. And also having the added uh, ability to listen to stuff on the buses also helped, ah. which was kind of one of the main things. So, yeah. last episode we was talking about um, how I just wanted to sink my teeth into, you know, crime things because, fuck, serial. The first season of that podcast was really good, Darren. Uh, yeah, it was the first season. And you pointed out that there was um, one on there called Convicted. Uh, yes, that was on the last show, yeah. So what Convicted is, I've listened to the three episodes that have been released. It's basically, it's a woman who has decided that she really liked Serial and she's decided, fuck it, I'm going to do this for myself. Mm, okay. And she states in the first episode that she's basically producing the show out of a, a walk-in closet. Okay. Um, But she is, you know, she's basically taking on kind of the research and... She's helping out a lawyer kind of figure out, you know, it's basically, it is basically like serial, but it's focused around a guy that, you know, supposedly has committed a murder. Okay. And they're basically doing the same thing as serial, kind of checking the timelines, you know, it is basically the same thing. Okay. Uh, so if you liked the first season of serial, you'll most likely like Convicted. Okay. Uh, like I said, I like the three episodes that have been released so far. I think I think they said that they were going to be doing them on like a weekly basis soon. Right, okay. I would like to because I think they're leaving them like two, three weeks between episodes. Okay. And it's just a bit too long kind of because then I'm forgetting some things and I'm having to think, uh, remember back to stuff. And if it was more consistent, it would be easier to kind of keep up with everything and remember people. Okay. So I'm a bit shit with that sort of stuff. Anyway, convicted. Yeah, if you if you like serial, you're most likely. Hey, did like you this ever one. get to the end of the other one? Uh, the the S Town. Yeah. I out of all honesty, no, <laughs> because I was so di- I was so disappointed with what you told me. Right. I I've got it still on my phone, which I will get round to listening to. But the fact that you basically turned around and said, "Yeah, they don't answer anything." I'm like, "Fucking, what's the yeah, point?" Yeah, uh, annoying. Uh, not that I, I'd see it as like you were spoiling it for me, but it was more forewarning than anything yeah. else. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed to learn about. Anyway, I will get around to listening to it, but it was it was really fucking disappointing. The other one. Uh, so in my, th- so I went onto the YouTube's to kind of find out if I could find out anything more about this convicted podcast okay. and, and kind of who the person was that was running behind it. So I went onto the YouTube's. And a types in convicted podcast, and it came up with a different one. This one is called Wrongful Conviction, with Jason Flom. I hope I pronounced his surname correctly. This is basically these people. So, say for example, if serial kind of with Adnan Syed. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say his name is. Say for example, if he got let out of prison. Okay. And he was telling his story. 
Okay. This is basically people who have been wrongfully convicted, hence the name wrongful conviction, okay. um, who have been convicted of crimes, sent to prison, got found that they weren't guilty, and then released out of prison. And it's them telling their story of, you know, what happened, how everything came to be. So the first one, for example, is I watched a documentary called The Central Park Five. Okay. I remember mentioning that quite a while ago, but it was about five guys that were accused of raping and beating uh, a Central Park jogger, as they call her, uh, pretty much nearly to death. And it was these five guys that were convicted of this really horrible crime. Okay. And it basically was all bullshit. They didn't do anything. And this anyway so the first episode is this guy telling his in-depth story of basically what happened how they came to be you know in this position where they were found guilty their time in prison and how they got let go okay um and the, every every episode is 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 obviously focusing on a different person and and their supposed crime and how they you know how it came to be and all that sort of stuff and it's quite fascinating to hear I don't want to spoil it because if people want to go listen to it, I I don't want to spoil it. But like for example, that first episode, the Central Park Five one, it's quite fascinating. Kind of just how the okay. So with making a murderer, you know the kid um, who got let go, yeah, like the nephew yeah, yeah. of the guy, um, because they they tried to force a confession out of him. Yeah. It's a very similar thing with the Central Park Five okay. one. But the way that they go about it, he goes in depth onto how they try and do that. And it's just quite fascinating to hear that shit and just how fucking corrupt it all is. But um, yeah, it, it, I'm, for some reason I'm into the crime stuff again. Okay, you're not wrong with that. But it's been, it, they've been super fascinating listens. Um, so yeah, I, if you like that sort of stuff and you like your cereal and that sort of stuff, that's two good ones to, to go for. Cool, okay. So what I'm saying is, Darren, you should probably listen to those. Cool, I will do. So, Darren, mm. let's take a trip to the Reading Corner. Let's. So, there's a portal, and it opens up, and people, like, go from one thing to another. So, have you watched the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I have watched maybe like two, three episodes of that show. Okay, so I've I've watched every episode. Okay. Um, and it wasn't until I saw what I saw, I thought, why didn't I think of that before? So when it gets to about season two, you've got the Krang, which are then open up portals to Dimension X, and they're just popping here, then everywhere. So basically the story okay. just goes a bit batshit crazy. So what you're seeing is perfectly acceptable in the Teenage Mutant Ninja world. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so that's fine. So yeah, you got the Krang doing the Krang thing, um, and them coming through. I thought it worked really well. I watched. Uh, sorry, I I read all six issues. Was it six? Yes, it was. I yeah. read them all back to back. Okay. Um, but again, I'm I'm a fan of the cartoon, the Batman Beyond Batman. I think it was that was the Batman that we picked. Um, I'm very familiar with that because I've watched every single one of those cartoons as well, mm. uh, and I thought it worked. It was appropriately cartoony and silly enough to kind of accommodate both fans of both series. Yeah. Um, Whereas it feels like the first one was very dark and brooding and kind of focused on the people that was more into the comic books versions of Batman and the 
the TMNT stuff. Yeah. My my only one thing with it, um, and this is only because I'm a fan of the cartoon, is that mm-hmm. in the cartoon, Donnie is infatuated with uh, April. Like, absolutely infatuated. Like, whenever she phones, whenever he's around, he get, his eyes turn into the, uh, the heart shape and all the rest of it. Sure. Okay. As soon as uh, Batgirl came across, he totally switched. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. No, he spent, he spent like three series now trying to get with April. Like, anything she does, he will bend over backwards. It, but that was kind of funny, though. I thought that was kind I of thought, funny. Yeah, it, it was kind of funny, but it was out of character. Because there have been okay. other people tried to get in the way, should we say, throughout the cartoon, and he's just pushing mm. to one side for April. So maybe it was because I'm, I've not watched the TV show, but I knew about that. Yeah. But I kind of found it funny, like, oh, there's a hot version of April here, it's Batgirl, and then he's just kind of infatuated with her, and then he, she kicks him in the face. Yeah, which is, which is fair enough, and I can see how it's done for the comic, but it, I think because... I am into the the cartoon. It just kind of threw me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Donnie wouldn't do that, right? Though that's the fanboy of you want to. You hope they get together, and then they never Who do. Doesn't want some turtle love. I mean, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so, but all in all, I I enjoyed it. I'm a fan of yeah. both both subject matters. So bringing them together for me really worked. Mm. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I only read two three issues of it, so I've still got to finish it off okay. yet. But uh, I enjoyed what I read of it. I like that you know one thing I did like kind of the the gloss over very quickly the characters. It's not yeah you know um, they have the little Donatello blah 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 yeah and it kind of felt like I know they couldn't do it because they'd probably have to do it as a full page thing. Kind of felt like the Borderlands very when they introduced yeah, like yeah. an. A, you know, and that kind of got a chuckle out of me because some of those were very well written. Yeah, yeah. Um, albeit short, but, you know, just like punchy enough. Um, like I said, the good thing about it was the fact that there was humour to it. It wasn't always dark and brooding. Yeah. There was humour to it. But So uh, I would suggest, to get the most out of it, I think the first couple of seasons are on Netflix of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, and I think Beyond Batman's on there as well. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't think you need to watch the Beyond Batman because you know what Batman's like. What's Batman like, Darren? He's a douche. Oh, no, he's not. To be fair, Christina and I have the conversation when it's on about Batman versus Superman. She she's a big Superman fan, and I'm like, (laughs) Superman's a douche, (laughs) 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 and he deserved to get his head kicked in. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He's an arrogant, arrogant asshole. Yep. And Christine's like, God no, Batman's it. a dick because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, slightly off topic. It's there. just wrong. It's just wrong. Yes. Yeah, it's just wrong. Anyway. Anyway. If you like Batman and Turtles. Mm. And if you like watching sh- cartoons on Nickelodeon. Because you're 41. I'm 43 this year. 43 this year. Sorry. Yep. Um, You know, because fuck it. Why not, right? Hey. You're never too old for this no shit. There's no age limit on Nickelodeon. I'm not saying there is an age limit to it. Do you have it like... Um, My favourites. Series linked. Um, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, I, okay. I've watched every episode in series. Yep. Good shit. Yep. Anyway, anyway. So the next reading corner. Mm. Now, I'll be honest with you, Darren. I can't actually remember if we've read this before. I don't think we have. Mm-hmm. So, The Wolf Among Us. 
Did you start playing that at any point? Because uh, no. I told you that I actually like that. No, so I bought the Telltale collection, then I fell out of love with the Telltale games and never got around to it. Fair enough. So, you know generally the premise of yeah. this is... It's like the, the, the grim stories, but brought to life. Yeah. So we're just going to read Fables. Um, okay. Which is what it's based on? Yes. Okay. But I don't think it's like a direct, it's not going to spoil the game, if you know what okay. I mean. It's just the characters and everything. So yeah, it was just one of those where I was kind of thinking, I like I like that take on, it's an interesting take on, on some of the old, you know, fabled yeah. um, stories and stuff like that. So yeah, the next one is going to be fables. Okay, cool. And that is the reading call. So, uh, we got a message on the Facebooks. We did, yeah. Because we have Facebook uh, from Anthony. Uh, just more of a podcast recommendation than anything else. I think this ties into the uh, the crime stuff pretty well. Yeah. In a way. Um, just says, podcast recommendation, a parody of Serial called Simon Hal's uh, Serial Box. Okay. Uh, if you like this, try this British Lice to both hilarious parodies. Okay, well, uh, Anthony's uh, very much a connoisseur of podcasts. He listens to more podcasts than we could ever dream of. Um, so if he's found these good... I mean, to be honest, a lot of the suggestions we've gone through in the last couple of weeks or last couple of months have stemmed from Anthony's recommendations. So, um, yeah. so these might be very good too. So probably worth giving it a go. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe after I've kind of caught up with all my crimey, that, the, the proper stuff... Yeah, it might be worth listening to this just to just to see how uh, how spoofy it is. Uh, yeah, no, thank you for that. So, yeah, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can leave us a, a, an iTunes review, or you can email us at podcast at checkpointdone dot com. Yep. We're on Twitter at checkpoint done. We are. Don't think I've ever mentioned the Facebook stuff, but we are on Facebook as well. You just search for checkpoint done. We're on there as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever mentioned that. Anyway, we're on there as well. You can go to the website, which is checkpointdone.com, which I'm hoping we'll have stuff. Anyway, uh, YouTube stuff, which again, I'm hoping we'll have stuff. If you want to follow us on our personal Twitters, Darren is at D5120. Yep. I am at Foxhounder01. And until next time, au revoir. Goodbye. Goodbye.